I'm Johnny Lieberman, and you're watching LMP. What does LMP stand for? Late Night Place. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've been on there. Yeah, good show. <laughs> you should like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Jeez, get it together. Turn on the personalities, huh? Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Late Night Place. Oh, yeah, you missed the bubble. You want the bubbles again? One of our guests uh, is in the house now. Kalo's here. We're waiting on Pops. Uh, our guests this evening are Kalo and Pops here in the Late Night Play set, putting the bubbles back on for Kalo, who is... There we go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, that... that. Kill the bubbles. We need uh, several directors in here. We need a special effects person. We need a camera person, audio person. I can't do it all anymore. All right. What's going on? It's Thursday, October 19th, 2021. My name is Jay Ryan. This lady to my right is Nicole Ryan. We are back. We are back. We couldn't be happier to be back. We missed everybody last week. Oh, look at that. You see, did you see that? Look at these. Look at these. That looks that's like a ghost bubble. It was almost not there. Did you see that? I did. I don't even know if the camera would have seen it. What's Jay smoking? Which is Tradecraft <laughs> Tuesday. And as usual, we have our Tradecraft here. Luckily, we went for a re-up. Uh, I went down and saw our buddy um, 
I don't know if I should name them or not, but we are friends at Tradecraft, and they gave us some stuff Thank for you. And this is the uh, Ghost Train Haze. The mood is adventure. Get on your Ghost Train adventure. Uh, and with that, uh, we couldn't be happier to be back with you. Uh, yeah, last week. Last week was a doozy. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, sometimes shit happens, and sometimes it comes from every direction, and sometimes you're already kind of going through shit, and sometimes it's just too damn much. And it was so damn much. Uh, I think we'll probably talk to you guys all about it next show. We don't have a guest, which may or may not be Thursday. And then we can kind of get into it, you know, individually. Here's the front door with our other guests. Great. Ta-da! Like clockwork. <laughs> and, uh, and we'll get into the nitty-gritty of it all because, you know, I mean, I don't know. We've got guests here. I don't want to trouble everybody with everything. It's all good. Life, life will be grand again. We're just getting there. How's that? Life sucks. She can't walk. You, you know, the, our regular folks who know us and watch this every week uh, know that you can't walk. If anybody extra is just tuning in this week and haven't known us in a couple of years, she can't walk now. It's a bummer. It's a bummer, but we keep our smiles on. We get up every day, and we keep doing it. It's getting harder and harder, and that's kind of what you know is an issue, but we keep doing it. And, and if, if, if there's any reason for any of this, it's to show people that you can keep doing it. That's the truest, truest way to say that. Danny says, hi, Mrs. Ryan. Hi. <laughs> uh, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> he goes, Thursday. Thursday. I love you, Danny. And uh, you, he's one of the Riff Raff crew. So we've got Riff Raff. The Riff Raff crew is in the house tonight, or at least two of them. Right? But is the yeah. show Riff Raff crew related? Um, I mean, I guess we'll find out, but I don't know myself. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, good. I mean, I'm really excited. The trailer is out of this world. You guys are going to love it. So stay tuned for that. We're going to play the trailer in just a little bit, and then we will, we will find out everything about the show. Hey, here they are. <laughs> this, is, this is always weird when people are walking in for the first time and have no idea because they didn't know what to expect. I guarantee this isn't it. <laughs> <laughs> when, when did you shrink it down? Oh, man. Hello, Pops. Hello. Uh, you guys will be in here in just a few minutes. We're doing the top of show. I hope uh, everything went all right with your travels. You're here. Lovely. Everything's good. We're good. Then make yourself at home. The water's for you. There's a restroom around the corner. Awesome. Anything you need, let us know. This is for you. Oh. I'll put it in your fridge. Okay. What is it? Champagne. Sh champagne? Oh, that's very sweet. I never know how to react when we, someone gives you a gift when you don't drink. How, do you, how are you supposed to react? Are you supposed to probably not say anything like I just did? I haven't figured it out yet Because <laughs> you don't want to tell them, hey, take your gift back. It's still a beautiful, lovely gift. It's the thought that counts. I, I have always believed that my whole life. But then at the same time, it's like when someone finds out later, oh, they didn't tell me, they it, didn't drink, then they feel stupid. That's yeah. happened as well. Yeah, I'm not sure yet. Well, I love both of you guys. I can't wait to get to know Kalo, and I can't wait to get to know you better on the show tonight. Look at these guys. Look at these guys right there. Isn't that great? <laughs> Was it just the two of you? Was Aaron coming or anybody else? Oh, Aaron's here. Oh. <laughs> we need a bigger studio, I'm telling you. This dining room shit just doesn't work anymore. Uh, all right, so everybody's in the house, and we're going to talk about, you know, last week, probably next week or whatever. Uh, in the meantime, I do want to – oh, jeez, get the cameras in here, for goodness sake. I do want to tell you about this weekend because um, while we didn't do everything we used to or normally do, we did do everything else. We did a ton of other things. We did things we didn't think we would do, and we did things we didn't think we'd be able to do. Um, yes, sir. All right, so 
Instead of Friday and Sunday, we went out Thursday, Saturday, and Monday. Uh, Thursday was Tradecraft, so we got you all set up. Um, I, I don't remember how the rest of that night went, but I know that Friday was pretty awful. So I'm thinking that's where the nosedive went um, on and health and energy and everything else. But then uh, Saturday, we did a really fun thing, which was uh, we were invited uh, by a friend of mine, Rick Purcell, and, uh, and through his association with the Marconi Automotive Museum, we were invited down to go see um, the – or to participate in, I should say, the Heels mm-hmm. – texting here – the Heels, heels and Wheels Car Show. And um, you, had, you had both. You had your heels and, of course, your wheels, which was kind of fun and neat. Um, but it was great to meet everybody down there, and we had an absolute blast. Saw so many people we hadn't seen in a long, long time, from Lisa Taylor and and Tom Ridings to you know GI Jen and the the Car Girl Kayla and like everybody, all yeah. the, the Orange County crew basically. So it was great to see all of those guys. And what was really cool for me was getting to spend some time with the screen used picture cars, which we will soon be driving this season. On what are you driving today? Uh, you probably saw me post it. The original, well, I can't say the original because I guess it's not the one from the first movie. It's the one from the second movie. But it's the real screen-used Batmobile from uh, Michael Keaton Batmobile <laughs> from Batman Returns or whatever. Holy crap. That thing is ridiculous because it looks amazing. And then when you try to get into it, you know, well, first of all, Michael Keaton was a smaller guy. He's like 5'8 or 5'9, something like that. And then when he was in the car, they took the seats out. So in order for because the bat ears don't clear the the cowl, right. <laughs> so the cowl would have chopped. In fact, did apparently chop the cat the the cat ears the uh, the bat ears off. So anyway, there's all this crazy stuff to it, but it is small and claustrophobic in there, and I had no idea. But super cool to be in the Batmobile, and then also screen used number one hero kit from Knight Rider this series, like my childhood, so everyone's cool. childhood. So cool. The A lot of us are even only into cars because of all of that stuff we were into when we were kids. We'll, we'll talk about that. Your today. post got me into it. Like it's so neat. I wasn't even. Here's the irony. I've, I've never read a comic book in my life. I was never into superhero movies. I happened to see that Batman one because I don't know. Everybody in the world saw it at that time. <laughs> Remember the T-shirt came back with the with the signal and all that. I don't. I think I. Oh my god! I don't. <laughs> I know why I saw that movie. I wanted to see Friday the 13th, Jason Takes Manhattan, which came out the same year. And my cousin was visiting for Christmas. I'll never forget all this now. Now Bethany. And she wanted to go see the Batman movie. And so we did a double feature where, uh, (laughs) you know, we went to both. And my mom bought the tickets for both, which is how we got into the Friday the 13th. Oh, my God. What a guy. It all comes back to our childhoods, doesn't it? Every single time. It always does. Ugh. All right. So that was great down at the Marconi Museum. We got to spend some time with the picture cars. Oh, and then also screen use generally. I realize that's still polarizing. I don't imagine that's going to go away. Um, but also part of my childhood. And no matter what you think of the flag on top of the car, the guys who drove it were really good and did nothing but help people who needed help, <laughs> including black people. <laughs> so they weren't racist even a little bit. Um so it was cool to be in that as well. Uh, let's see. That was that. And then Monday, Monday, I was lucky enough yesterday to go over to the Peterson Auto Museum to check out the Bond exhibit. Oh, I don't know where to start, everybody. No matter what your feelings are on the Peterson, some people love it, some people hate it. If you love it, get your ass over there and check out Bond. Even if you're not a Peterson fan, this exhibit is really spectacular. Um, I was blown away. I had nothing but compliments to give, and we were getting a tour from the guy who curated the collection. 
Um, so I didn't, you know what I mean? Like I wasn't trying, I didn't, <laughs> I don't know how to say it. It's really damn good. The, the way everything is set up, first of all, what they have there, there is so much to be seen. I only posted half of it. Go check it out if you're into Bond or movie cars in general because you get a lot of knowledge on both. But the way everything is set up all interactively with, um, you know me, I can't stand screens. It's done very well because it tells you what's, uh, what it's from and the, the clip and everything. And then they have all of the scenes set up in these little vignettes kind of like kind of like we do here, you know. And, um, and I don't know. It's a very creative, palatable way to receive these, uh, you know, what was essentially just art. These cars, while they're cars, they're being celebrated because they were in some moving pictures, you know. That's really cool. It's, it's really, really cool. And then, of course, anytime we get to go down into the vault is amazing. Yeah. Got I to bet. spend time with the screen used uh, Back <clears throat> to the Future time machine, which I hadn't spent alone time with in ages. <laughs> which is by choice. <laughs> but, you know, it, just, it, was neat to be, it was neat to be there uh, among everything again. There was other Batmobiles there. Herbie. I spent some time with the Herbie. I didn't even tell you because we didn't have time yesterday. But uh Thelma and Louise car I took pictures of for you oh, little miss cool. sunshine car I took pictures of for you like all sorts cool. of the, the greatest stuff that's just down there and uh and when I say I took pictures of you're not supposed to take pictures I mean I will tell you about later <laughs> uh but thank you again to Alex uh for the wonderful tour and to uh, Emily for the invitation so we uh we really really enjoyed it it's it's something to be seen and I think that's what happened the weekend, right? That was Monday, and that brings us to Tuesday, which is today. And here we are at 5.20 on Tuesday in the p.m. Hi, Paul, says some guy. That means, hola, peeps. Auto Kennel made it to a show. Hello, Auto Kennel. Jordan Ritz is here. Hello, W.M. Stallman. Robert Scott. The Nerdy Nomad. Oh, I love that handle, Nerdy Nomad. Kayla Marzo is here. The Dave, Dave, Dave joined. Hi, Dave, Dave, Dave. If you ain't get vault picks, you ain't tore it right. <laughs> okay. You're hilarious. He, because I told him, because we were with somebody and because I told him it was just for personal, he said, just don't, you can't post them. The whole, it's not like uh, there's any secrets to what's going on down there. It's just the whole point that why would somebody go pay the tour if they could just look at my Instagram? You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's the whole reason for it. And, uh, and what's down there is always changing. What's down there yesterday, will it's different today, I guarantee it. It's constant, constant inventory flux. Told you about Tradecraft. Told you about Marconi Museum. Oh, yeah. And we had a great time with the people from the Marconi Museum. What oh, yeah. a fantastic family that was uh, so they all much are. Fun. Monique and uh, John. And I know there was more. I can't remember the son's name, but he's a Ferrari master technician. By the oh. way, great to have one of those when you have a multi- Many, 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 many car collection with a lot of Italians. Um, they've got, if you've ever seen the F40 and the F50 that are sometimes driving around together, which is a hell of a sight to see, by the way, uh, they're the ones who own the F40. In oh. fact, it's usually John and our friend Rick. Oh. Sometimes they go down to that legacy show down in the Orange County. It's cool just to see an F40 and an F50 driving around. It's so cool. I had no idea. Are you loving your all your recent Italians? I mean, you got another Countach. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Okay, good. <laughs> it would be weird if he was like, mm, no, not really. Because <laughs> it's in the trailer, too. It's only the witness, Jay. All right, all right. Uh, I have to do a quick East Coast feed because they're backing up on us. We're going to have to do a bunch of them on Thursday, but we should get at least something out of the way now. Okay. Is that all right? 
BMW, BM, BM Widmer. Mm, I don't think it's BMW, even though it's BMW. BMW Idmer. Mm, Robert, yep. Back to reality. Ugh. West Coast guys are spoiled. It's true. Uh, are you guys uh, in other parts of the country where driving weather is ending for the season? And meanwhile, we're like, it's getting more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. We do get incredibly spoiled out here, both with the, I mean, the climate is one thing, but uh, the roads. My initials are BMW. Oh, that's so cool. And what's the Idmer? <laughs> oh, it's probably Widmer is the last name. I got it. BM Widmer. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, last name is Widmer. I'm sorry, BM Widmer. There are times where I can seem very intelligent, and there are times when I'm just not very bright. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, you just never know what you're going to get. Some guy 997. My initials are 997. Danny's a comedian. Danny, uh, so speaking of all of this stuff lately, well, I haven't actually done it yet, but I plan to. Um, you know, comedy is the thing that you and I have been chatting about quite a bit. What if all of a sudden I had a great venue for us to do some cars and comedy? Yeah, we should put that together. I know you've been talking about it for ages. So if I had a venue for you and a lot of people who were willing to help and make it happen, let me know if that does anything for you. He says, A, A, what up? I'm, I'm working on it. Oh, okay. Now he says ready with all caps, which is great. There's a yes man right there. Good for you. Then we're on it. Then we're working on this together. Good. I'm I. <laughs> I'm in. Oh, okay, good. Mr. Sparks. All right, I love you. Fantastic. Uh, let's do the East Coast feed real quick. We're going to go to Danbury Chive. And uh, this is all I know. I haven't watched this. All I know is it's something we haven't seen before. Something at BMW Ridgefield that we have not seen before. Cool. Okay? So I'm going to spin the Instagram audience around so you can see the TV and hear it more importantly. And now I'm going to fire it up. Roll it out. Yo. Mr. and Mrs. Ryan, East Coast V, coming to you from BMW. BMW so this is Kenny. Kenny's one of our quality control drivers. And we have an interesting one today. This is one that's it's, it's not happened ever. Um, so he's taking a test drive in an X5, right? X5? Yeah, X5M. X5M. M? Ooh, nice car, nice car. Um, and so the interesting thing about this is that, Kenny, why don't you tell him, what did you hear when you were driving? I just heard something slap the car, something hitting the car. He heard something Go slap ahead. the car, right? Slap, yeah. So my boss grabs me and says, can you come outside for a second? And it's been one of those fucking days that just is horrible, right? And everything's fucking going wrong. This is that day. So... I go out to the car and, um, yeah, I don't know, he's yelling, I don't know what's happening. There you go, that's, Malik's also one of our quality control drivers, but the bottom line here is, he hears something slap in the car, and what do you, what did you find, Kenny, what was it? Check this out right here, man. Here it is. It's a bungee cord stuck in, where in which the bungee cord began to smash the car like this, creating a dent and a bunch of scratches. Now... We did just wash the cars, so you can't see all the scratches that are there because we kind of got some of them out. But how often does a bungee cord get stuck in a tire, spin rampantly, like, and, and smash shit as you're driving with the hook, the hook side that's not in the tire was smashing the outside of the car? So guess who has to call this customer, give them the bad fucking news? That one, they need a tire, which we obviously have to fucking pay for because I don't know watch. And then part two is you have to tell them, oh, by the way, your car is fucked up on the side because of, you know, damage from the bungee cord we ran over, and it's everywhere. That's it. That's the East Coast Feed of the Day on uh, Shitbox Day of the Week. Uh, that's what we got. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Holy crap. 
crap. Whoa. Uh, I'm guessing when he left, it wasn't there wasn't a bungee cord left in the tub. You know, he, he must have run over the bungee cord on the. Yeah, we're all agreeing in logic, right? Okay. That's so at the end of the day, like. this is a BMW oh. driver control issue. We got to start reading what surface. What a mess. You can't run over those weird snakes. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be the one to call that customer. So here's the nope. thing. We, your oil change, all set. <laughs> In fact, we're going to comp it for you. <laughs> we need to talk about the tire, the wheel, and the bodywork. Awful. Oh, God. X5M, too. Not a cheap car. I mean, it's not like they're, t- you know what I mean? It's not a $200,000 car or anything, but it's north of a hundred grand. Oh, it's too much. Oh. It's always it's always the top of the line one. See, remember there was the BMW M6, whatever it was, fully loaded, uh, fully loaded thing with the carbon fiber drive shaft, and it 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 somehow it disintegrated the carbon fiber drive shaft, so it just looked like it looked like somebody doing crochet under there. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> all the threading came apart. It just totally disintegrated. It was brutal, brutal. And that was because uh, somebody was doing donuts in the snow or something. <laughs> they overcooked it. Can't, uh. <laughs> Oh, it's the best. It's the best. Oh, sorry over here. Welcome back, Instagram. Oh, gosh. All right. Let's uh, do commercials. I got to do commercials, and then we'll take a break and get our guest in here. They say all that separates men and boys is the coverage for their toys. St. Clair Insurance shops top providers so you get the best coverage for your toys. Check out St. Clair Insurance and go to CoverageForYourToys.com. 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 Tell Jeff St. Clair that you saw it here or that we sent you or something. Let him know that he's getting his money's worth. Uh, also, I should tell you, because it's my favorite thing to do, that the best <laughs> bubbles in the world are made by Bubble Tree, the American bubble company. It's true. It's all true. It's true. They don't leave a residue. They're uh, whatever the thing is, but they're uh, you know they're green. They're green bubbles. However that works. And <laughs> I know there's a fancier term for that, but you know biodegradable and a lot of other things. Not chemicals. How's that? Not. They're natural ingredients. That's it. Non-toxic is also part of it. Oh, my favorite part. Really? Oh God, I thought there was another one to do. All right. Hi, this is Jay Ryan from Late Night Playset, <laughs> reminding you to please like, subscribe, and comment below. This feeds the internet algorithm and eventually us as well. Be a pal, like, subscribe, and comment below. That's from me and Nicole. It'll be fire! <laughs> That's what the smoke behind us denotes, folks. It's the fire that it'll be while you are liking and subscribing below. Um, that's it, right? Good? Bubbles, Tradecraft. Thank you to Tradecraft and Sticky Vape. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You keep her running. That's not even a joke. Right? All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to play uh, some messages from our friends at Oh So Delicious Hot Sauce, the hot sauce made by bears. And when we come back, <laughs> Pops and, P- and Kayla are going to be sitting in these chairs, and we're going to be talking about all of the new show. We're going to be talking about car collecting, eh, life, how we got to know each other, Good Vibes Breakfast, all the stuff, all the stuff uh, when we come back. More to come right after this. <laughs> oh, so delicious It's a hot sauce made by bears Garlic and serrano Mixed with love and care You can put it on your eggs Pour it on your rice It's great on a leg It's better on a slice It's oh, so delicious It's a hot sauce made by bears Oh, so delicious hot sauce Great on everything except oatmeal Get your bottle today at ohsodelicious.org One dollar from every bottle sold Goes to the National Military Family Association. 
What are you driving today? 63 356B. What are you driving today? Here we go! And the left one doesn't sit quite as tight. So depending on how I move, after about three wears, and because the way this thing shift when mommy and daddy made me, the left <laughs> one's lower. Oh, God. And it always goes for the opening. So I'm always walking half out. And it's, it's not comfortable. <laughs> and I try pulling on the string in the front to pop them back up, but that's not working. It isn't. Your underwear have strings? No, the other thing has a string. Oh. The good news and the bad news is that that whole preamble where I was introducing you guys and letting everyone know how fond of you was, we were still muted. So that's my fault, blah, blah, blah. But we're back. Pops and Kayla are here. Your underwear isn't fitting right, but hopefully that's not going to interrupt the conversation too, too much. Um, I'm sorry, everybody, as we were muted. It's my fault. I'm just back to this. Um, But I'm, I'm so excited you're here, and I'm saying it again for everyone else. I'm so fond of both of you as human beings, even though I really have only gotten to know you both recently. We're both looking forward to getting to know you better here. Well, we're now I know you really well already in some ways. <laughs> now let's try to round out the whole. <laughs> well, we're very special people, so you're fortunate to have us here. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, <laughs> we'll start with you. Pops, we met you through Breakfast Club. Yes. Because you, you started coming up pretty regularly, and you always started bringing a different car, and it was like, all right, well, I mean, I guess I should – I know his handle. I guess I should figure out what this guy is about, and we just – I don't know. I talked to you for like two minutes one day about the Testarossa, and I was like, well, he's just got a really good vibe. And, um, and then after that, you started inviting us to your place, and, and, and we've done a couple of the little um, um, the lemonade stands, which uh-huh. are really fun. 
And um, and so basically, I kind of want to know what the hell drew you to us, and then why why is this a circle? How are you guys friends? Why do you have a show coming out? That's a really good question. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that one too. Okay. Um, so I started coming up to Good Vibes with this Riff Raff crew um, that had started as basically a group of guys during the pandemic. You know, there was nothing to do but drive and the roads were wide open yep. so it was a great time and uh they're the ones that brought me up there uh that's where i got to know you um, so we have the riffraff crew i thought the riffraff crew was you but we have the riffraff crew to thank for bringing you up there oh yeah thank you to the riffraff crew yeah. who you are a part of yeah yeah there's <laughs> who's the leader who's the grand poobah that's the beauty of it there isn't one that uh, is the beauty of it yeah so it's 24 dudes, um, no girls yet. Uh, you could be the first. Wait a second. Uh, <laughs> you got to get one going. Yeah, I know. I mean, we fail at most categories of equality within that group, but it's just the way it is. Now when I look at it, it looks to be a little – every all shapes and sizes. Mm. All colors, all Some. shapes and sizes. No. <laughs> we'll ne- I mean, shit. We'll never pass muster with all the required tests. You know, females – Oh, you're talking about checking all the demographics yes. and everything. Oh, no. You can't. You can't play that game. We've got, you You'll know, never win. We've got the Latinos, black, white, the usual, what used to pass for, oh, this is a mixed group. I get it. But nowadays, you, no. you need your Middle Eastern and your, your trans, whatever like, else. Trans and – I like, gotcha. No. Well, I didn't mean anything. I certainly wasn't intending to start anything. Got a lawyer in the seat. Can you tell? <laughs> He's like, hang on. Don't pin me down with one. <laughs> but, you know, so very cool group. You know, we we got up there and then, you know, because the group is undefined and has no structure, um, anyone can kick anyone out, right? It's it's, it's basically the only requirement is that you have an iPhone. Uh, If you don't have an iPhone, you can't be part of it because every time you respond, it's a a group text. So anytime – Oh, I heard that's how it started, a group text. Yeah, and it still is, just a group text. (laughs) And the group is named – You have jerseys now and everything. Oh, yeah. We've definitely gotten carried away, but – um, if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, I was gift. I was generously gifted this beautiful hat right here, which has the logo on it. Yes. which I explained to everyone on the show that it is not just a gesture. Like I said when you started explaining the logo to it, there's a lot of creativity here. It's the it is a gesture, of course, but then there's the anonymous mask, and then you put some vintage driving goggles on there as well. Yeah, and who designed the logo? My wife, Lolo. Uh, I I love the logo, uh, and it it represents our group well. Bunch of clowns. You know, that like to drive. And we stay relatively low profile um, and, and just drive. You know, there's, there's not that much to it. Um, but how can anyone ki- – I mean, it's like a survivor. You, you can be voted off the island at any time. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you get rid of your iPhone. Just don't be an asshole, you know. Like, oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a good vibes rule. I mean, if it's you, not if a you, rule, but it's a rule. If you, don't have your, if you don't have an iPhone, you're not getting in – to begin with, if you add someone that isn't an iPhone user, you get kicked off. Because you see the green, is that what it is? The problem is not the green, is when they reply or to something, it repeats the message. You know, oh, it starts to God, clog up the text chain. About. It's awful. It is awful. It's a ones and zeros problem. Yeah, and, and I hate monopolies, and I don't like that, you know, one company runs everything, Amazon is going to do all your deliveries, et cetera. But when it comes to this, it's also like ease of use and convenience and making people double read messages. That's unacceptable. <laughs> uh, 
Nobody has time for that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that is unacceptable. Yeah. So, uh, and then we met because Kalo runs, besides a million things that he's done in his life, he happens to also run open track racing, uh, which uh, once a month on Wednesdays, which is unbelievably good because you get a smaller crowd. Um, and so he runs these track days at Willow Springs at Big Willow, always Big Willow. Nice. Never Streets of Willow. Thank you. Never, what's the other thun- Horseshoe? Horse Thief Mile. Yeah, Horse like Thief. Hor- I'm okay with Horse Thief, but I've never been a Streets fan, even though I heard they just re- recently repaved it. I'm a big Big Willow guy. Yeah. You too. So, you too, obviously. No, Big Willow's where it's at, you know. You're wearing a McQueen shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you have seen him on the streets? Come on. <laughs> Let's be realistic. He wanted some. Maybe on the bike. Maybe on the bike. Nah, Mc- <laughs> McQueen was desert on the bike, so he would have been big track. Yeah. And some guys just, you know, they get nervous on the little track because they don't have what we have, you know. With but They get um, nervous on the little track. Oh, is that the idea? Is that the streets is so much, because it's not nearly as fast as Big Willow. Yeah. It, it, people say it's more technical. Um, I don't know if it's more technical realistically because it's a tighter track. There's a lot of surface changes, or there was. Yeah, but... It's left and right. You don't get the speed. You don't have to have the same kind of car control because you're not going at the same pace. I like the big track, and mm-hmm. uh, I actually just love the big track. Yeah, it's it's well regarded as a big balls track. Yeah, you know, you're you're carrying so much speed into turn one. Um, <laughs> there are a couple places where. It- Puggers. <laughs> the the last. I'm okay when I'm driving, but if you ride with somebody else, even if I know oh my that God. they're going to be fine, I, I that the turn worst. one is one. Pa- being a passenger at Big Willow, a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> he, he's got a a warehouse right off the track, and he's got a bunch of his race cars in there. And I I did some training with him. So after we met, you know, then I started doing private track days and getting instruction from him, and then we just became friends after that. But I went as a passenger in one of his radicals, which is it's not an open wheel, but it's a basically a race car. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wheels are enclosed, but the top's open. Mm-hmm. And it's a two-seater. And this was one of his l- less powerful radicals, uh, SR3. SR3, yes. And so it's got a Hayabusa motor in it, motorcycle engine, like 1,100 cc's. 180 horsepower, um, 200, maybe or, maybe or so. No, it's the way you guys have it. Tuned. No, they're actually 1500s. They're 1500s. Oh, 1500s. Yeah, they're 1500, and they're right around uh, 240 horsepower. Oh, Jesus, but they're 1250 pounds. That's where it's at. Yeah, and just shy of three Gs through the turns. As a passenger, <laughs> I've never felt more insecure in my life. I've been on planes that I had to go to therapy after, you know, for a while, you know, to re- to get back on an airplane because the ride was so bad. Whatever the ordeal on on the plane was. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And this was fuck. Sorry, terrifying, <laughs> terrifying to be a. Pa- I mean, the lack of control and all that stuff was just rough. Wow. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> Meanwhile, I kind of want to do it now. But that's my point, though. Even in a regular car, people talk about uh, – uh, I can't remember what's his name. Jack Olson, you know, he's got the, the – mm-hmm. I, I would love, 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 love to take a spin around the track with him. But I don't think I've got the balls to do it. He's one, he's one of your instructors, right? <laughs> yeah, Jack's a good buddy of mine. I would love to take a spin around in that car with him mm-hmm. driving with all his telemetry and everything else because he is shaving, I mean, <laughs> tenths of tenths off. And uh, um, and he's he's got so many laps and he's got so much – 
experience in that car on that track yep. that I know that I would be fine. I know I would be mm. fine. <laughs> but yet I'm still nervous as hell to do it. I wouldn't trust him. I wouldn't trust him. <laughs> he, he's been an instructor, you know, taking people around, and they've crashed while he's in the car. Because, yeah. With you instructing that, them. Like bad yeah. ones. We've totaled out some cars where I thought, this, this might be it. Was that you because know. you misjudged whatever you told them, or they didn't do what you told them to do? Um, I don't know. I usually show up drunk, so I miss a lot of what's going on in the car. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> like you don't drink at the track. I do. They, um, the The restaurant at the track. You know, they have a cafe right off the track. And you're talking about the uh, at Big Willow. At yeah, Willow but are Springs. you talking about the hamburger stand at the bottom, or are you talking about the uh, the upper deck, whatever they call that, the the what? landscape, or the whatever they call that thing at the no, What's the name of that cafe? I don't know the cafe. Yeah, it's, yeah, okay. it's, it's and, the one at the track, but they serve alcohol there. They the do, day. yeah, and that's they when do. we get passengers. Yeah, we so, get them drunk, and it's you know, you can drink all day there and drive. I wouldn't recommend it, but you can. <laughs> They're not going to have a problem with that. Someone lights a joint. Outside, on the track, and one of the track people smells weed. Really, they are closing you down for the day, which wow. is what happened last yeah. time. Yeah, is the idea that one heightens your senses and one takes them away? Takes them away, even though I think that's an old wives' tale. No, what, what <laughs> it is, red state, blue state shit. This is oh, like, it's a political. Oh. No, this, these guys think weed. They think no. bad guys. No, it had nothing to do with that. It absolutely had nothing to do with that. You can't drink and go on the track. I joke around with you guys, but you can't drink and go but on the track. But they sell alcohol at the track. Them. But it's not for the drivers. There's no the one else there. There's a lot of people that come. Some of us bring friends. <laughs> and some of us will have a drink afterwards. It's for big major events. It's not like, hey, drivers meeting sucked. Let's have a beer. Let's go. <laughs> the drivers meeting so, sucked. First thing in the morning. <laughs> so it was politically, yeah, they don't want you drinking. They've stopped me for drinking. And um, and some of our instructors had been drinking at lunch. And yeah. they're like, hey, they can't go back on the track. We're going to shut you down. So the marijuana thing, it was the same thing. I know everyone there gets high. You know that as well as I do. But they have to wave <laughs> a finger at Yeah, but they have to sure. wave the finger because it's not socially acceptable in this red part of the state. It did suck, though, because it was early in the day, too. And they're like, hey, we're going to shut you guys down. Right. We, you, you can't we just got there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, well. <laughs> Do you so know who rough. I am? That doesn't oh work. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That work. Yep. In response to going back to about cars crashing, it, it is um, a trust that I have in a student. When I go around the track, you know, for two hours with you and tell you what to do, and I'm like, oh, left here, right here, pump the brakes – you seem, and most people seem reasonably intelligent that, okay, they've got this. Okay. So I'm like, okay, you're going to do this. And they're like, yeah, we got this. And all of a sudden, you know, we're going in. I'm like, you might just want to pump the brakes a little bit. And whoosh, the car's backwards into walls. And we crashed it, I think, about 109 miles an hour backwards into a wall. Um, coming out of turn uh, three going up the track. Now, at Willow, he would have had to have a helmet on. Do you have to have a helmet on as, as an instructor? Well, well, I should, but... The hair. You don't want to mess oh, the hair. You know, I can see hair. it from here. It's stunning. Yeah, jealous. <laughs> Beautiful. No, we, we tend to run a, we always have a closed face helmet, something of quality. Um, Hans devices, proper safety oh, equipment, wow. fire suppression. We joke around a lot, but when we get to the track, it's very, very methodically safe. 
Yeah. We don't want to do anything that's going to hurt us. And then I quickly crashed one of the radicals. Uh, turn five? I believe that was it. Yeah, yes. turn five. <laughs> I'm like, how do you go off in five? There's even nothing to for you. I know. I couldn't understand how that happened either. And then last, last time we were there, the day that, I, that they were going to kick us off for someone lighting up, uh, I went off in the McLaren. And it was in your super McLaren? sketchy. Yeah. Ooh. I went turn one too hard. Wait, you went straight? No, I turned and I like to, you know, use all the track, Here right? Like my teacher told me, <laughs> use all the tracks. So I used all the track on the right side coming out, you know, out of yeah. one and two right tires. I had too much momentum. Two right tires hit dirt and the car spun sideways and I went straight across the track. Fortunately, you know, these his track days are not that crowded, so no one was there. I drove – the car just went flying across the track, nose first off the track, mm. all four wheels off the track, drifting in the dirt, got it back onto the track, went slowly around the rest of the way, brought so it in. It to turn two? Yeah, brought oh, it in. beautiful. Looked around, no damage. Oh, anywhere. Amazing. Smoked it up. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. It was uh, – it was, it was good. It was good to like find the, you know, you're always looking for the limit when you're at the track, yeah. right? Like That's how hard can, can I go? It. Where, you know, yeah. how can I do this? And going off is very, it, it's helpful. Sadly, it is very, very helpful. Yeah. That's why the PEC is a very helpful, you know, it's not, I don't, it's not for everybody, but if you want to learn where the limits of traction are mm-hmm. on whatever your Porsche is, it, it, it is very beneficial mm-hmm. to know where that's at. A lot of times you're nowhere near it. And for the most of us, we're, right. we're nowhere freaking near it. Um, but to know where it is is kind of nice to know how far you can push it if you ever do get into trouble on the street. My own self. Yeah, I, I try not to drive the way I drive on the track on the street. I well, live. I, just, I, I live on Mulholland. Sometimes things happen, and you, if you are more like able to, uh, if you're able to operate it under those circumstances, yeah. all of a sudden a dog running out into the street is going to help you avoid the of girl course. that's running after it. You know. I, first thing I did when my kids were. Before they were in 16, is I had them working with him at the track and not safe driving course. This was learn the limits, you know, just I did the same thing. Be a good driver. Yeah. Skip Barber at Lime Rock used mm-hmm. to have a car control clinic for kids. Then that's where I learned. And it was the same type of thing. You go out with somebody who knows what they're doing and mm-hmm. can show you how to, it's like when you take plying lessons, they teach you how to stall. It's one of the first things you mm-hmm. learn how to do. And, and I don't know if I didn't have that, I wouldn't be able to do what I do today. Right. It was pretty rare with your boys, though, in all honesty. Um, they came out and they listened. They didn't come out and be like, hey, I got this. Mm. And I, I got to tell you, the youngest. Tato? Yes. Um, I thought he was just going to be a pill and a half and wreck things. I truly <laughs> did. I truly did. I thought there was no discipline. Uh-huh. But... Um, it's one of those moments where you get surprised. That's good. He, he did fantastic. And uh, he didn't wreck anything, I don't remember. Not, not while you were watching. Yeah, no. <laughs> Sean, Sean. Oh. He, he yeah. flipped a Lotus uh, at Streets of Willow, uh, the Exige with the golf livery on it. He, so he blew a rear tire mm-hmm. at like 120 miles an hour. And I'm, I was filming him from the side of the track. I'm the dad, and oh, I'm, I can't and he's going, he's doing great. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And then I see the entire car 
sideways. I see the whole roof, like the whole car. This is the finale from Ford versus Ferrari. This is that moment, yeah. right? You see it out oh in the my distance, God. and you got to run out there in the whole bit. And then I see the car comes back on all fours and immediately shows me the entire underbelly ah. of the car. So I see all black. And fortunately, by blowing that right rear tire, the car started swerving into the dirt. And it, after I saw the all black, the underneath, it landed itself and just went into the dirt. Slid. Significant damage, but kid was fine. Thank God. First thing he did is, you know, I dropped the phone, so I have a picture I'll show you um, from the video because you only see the video until the car starts to flip, and then the phone falls out of my hand. Of course. You know, because I'm staring at this disaster. and With but, your real eyes, not your yeah. phone eyes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but at the end of the video, there's this I, – you know, I snapped a pic of the video, and you see the whole car. You see the, the blue side, the, the whole top side, and – Soon as soon as he the car came to a stop, my phone rang. And he's like, "Pops, I'm fine." Good kid. Like, what a good kid. That's good. He's first things first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so you didn't have to run out there and pull out. Oh, okay. He's a, oh, uh-uh. thank God. Thank God. Uh-huh. Wow. Yep. Yep. Is, did you fix that car? Was it fi- like? Was it? Put, can you put it back together? Or? Yeah. So the damage was mostly suspension, wheels, tires, that type of stuff. And <laughs> flipped it, and the damage was mostly suspension. Yep. Damn. And one rocker panel. So all the suspension, all the, you know, all the working parts, all fixed very quickly. This was back in the spring. We're still waiting for the rocker panel. So parts these days have become very difficult to come by, especially Lotus parts, English parts, cars not being made anymore. Uh, Oh, yeah, they just continue that whole line. That's mm -hmm. right. So they received the part, and hopefully in a week or so we'll get that thing back. Wow. So this this was not that long ago? No, this was was a few months ago. Oh, my God. Yeah. Gee whiz. I'm mm-hmm. glad it wasn't a big ordeal because it, it's not like we all heard about it. And like, oh, well, thank God he's okay. No. You know, we see him at, at all these events yep. at your place. And yep, yep. <laughs> never heard a peep. Nope. He, all right, he, so he's not traumatized. He's still out racing. Definitely not traumatized. We took his car away last night. <laughs> uh, What's going on now? He, <laughs> Kayla's like, wait, what? Yeah, I'm just wondering, what the heck you uh, – So you we, track, we track the kids – uh, with the Life 360 is an app on on the iPhone, and you can see it'll alert you if they have a, a sudden stop or a, or a overzealous acceleration, and then if you go over a certain speed, it'll just ping you. You know, ping us. Is it following the phone or the car? What's it? What's the phone. it tracking? It's the, it's on the, the phone. phone, and okay. the phone keeps you know has a GPS on it. It'll you tell bet. you how fast he's going, and you know he has a limit, which is and he exceeded the limit last night. So coincidentally, today he. Uh, he drove the Hyundai to work. Uh, sorry, to to school, and uh, I think tomorrow he may be begging my wife for a ride. What What's the limit? What limit did you give him? I can't say that. I mean, oh. it's it's not exactly is, is the above speed 55? limit. So it's fifty. No, the limit the limit yeah. is like if you're on a freeway, don't go over eighty five, right? Like that is can't do that. I mean, there are some freeways. In the Midwest or in the West that have That's eighty mile, right, yeah, 85, eighty-five mile per hour limit. Yeah. So I was like, don't exceed that ever. Um, but you know, he's 
17 years old and is, is a great kid, straight A's, athlete, all that stuff. But but his dad also takes him to the track where he can get that stuff out if he wants to. Yes, yes. And so there's and no reason to point. do it on the street. <laughs> <That's dad's> and <laughs> we got pinged last night. Sometimes kids would be dumb. Like, oh, so whenever it happens, you're not. It's not even nothing. Even later, like you get oh, a little alert, and then so now you're stewing about it till he gets back, <laughs> or do you tell him like, well, you better bring that back now? Oh my or... god, this this dumbass. <laughs> last night, it was late at night. He goes out to visit his girlfriend. It's getting really late, you know, around 10, 30, 11 on a school night. I call him. What are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just going to go meet up with the guys. We're going to drive Cornell and Mulholland. I was like, what? Like, that sounds like a terrible idea. And then he knows, you know, I'm with my wife in bed. Like, he knows he's being watched. And the dumbass, you know, broke the limit. Yeah. Um, lost the car. Like, it's temporary. Yeah. <laughs> it is. We're not going to go over the terms of the agreement currently, but uh... it is it's temporary, but to, this Thursday night I'm going to tr- I am being forced to go to traffic school by the judge with him in person. <laughs> oh my god. This is unrelated. Totally unrelated. <laughs> so I I mean f- for him to like after I told him, get your ass home, blah, this blah, blah. Kid, this poor kid. He blows the limit. And in the same week that I'm going to have to attend, tra- <laughs> which I, I mean, I don't do traffic school. I don't do it for myself. <laughs> you know, like these are things that I will fight and win <gasps> beside, beside myself. <sighs> it is apparent. It is apparent. Well, listen, you, the. <laughs> He's probably not going to love that you're talking about it here. So I think, if anything, you've gotten your uh, your, your retribution because mm-hmm. this is probably embarrassing. Yeah, and I, sorry, Tato. He's a wonderful kid, um, great football player, an amazing driver. Uh, All your kids are wonderful. Thank you. Uh, your whole family's wonderful. You really, you, you really uh, have a wonderful vibe. It's it's Thanks, a man. pleasure to be uh, welcome around you. Well, I appreciate it. It's great to be with you guys. <laughs> well, that's it. Uh, thanks for coming. Um, <clears throat> can we talk about the show and how that came about? We understand you both clearly have car and racing heritage. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. He calls me up and he's like, "Hey, I got an idea." <laughs> Are you that kind of guy? Kind of. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. What's up? And he's like, "Okay." First off, we're not taking the cars and speeding. That we're not doing. Wow, there's a, it opens up like, with a disclaimer? No, no. <laughs> Qualifying but, no, before but he we said even he, start the pitch. He said he had this idea that he was pitching to me. And um, I liked the concept and basically was taking some rare cars that nobody really gets to drive and us driving them and testing them um, through the canyons, um, Mechanically checking the pros, the cons of the manufacturing defects mm. or the good things, arrow, but bringing them to the track. Mm. And I told him right off the bat, I said, Here, here's the thing. I've been approached before to do some reviews on cars and stuff. And you're in the business also and around it. It's all bullshit. Everybody drives 15 miles an hour. You know, they have no helmets on. They say they're doing these things. Mm-hmm. And I said... I, I can't be a part of it. I can't. And he said, take the cars, ring them out. And I'm like, if we can actually drive the cars 
and give an honest review. Mm -hmm. I said, I I'm on board for this thing, and he's a man of his word. <laughs> he really is. He, uh, yeah. He yep. let us lose. But that was your whole concept, right? Was to, to yeah. push the envelope a little bit from what you had seen previously. Yeah. I, I grew up a huge fan, like most of the car nuts, of Top Gear. And, yeah. you know, that, that I, I think it was one of the most popular shows on the planet, you know, not just the U.S. or the U.K. It was just a monster of a show. and It has two rather interesting and distinguishable uh, uh, superlatives like that. It was not only the most watched show, it was also the most illegally downloaded show uh, for whatever that, you know, like for 10 years there during yeah, that certain wow. period, which, which then they counted and added to the viewership, obviously. Great. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no <laughs> it's worries. huge, huge viewership. And, you know, the what I thought – as you watch so many episodes, you're like, hmm, what are they missing? You yeah. know? And, yeah. and I thought, okay, these are three journalists, and I love journalists, you know, Johnny you're, Lieberman, you're many, Matt yeah. Farah, like greatest dudes in the world. Uh, but for this, for this TV show that did so incredibly well, you know, yes, they had three journalists, but wouldn't it have been great if in, maybe one journalist and then other walks of the automotive life came together? So I thought, okay, let's get a race car driver, a car collector, and a supercar mechanic mm. and kind of follow that same formula uh, without the skits and the gimmicks, which yeah. I always fast-forwarded through, you know, even yeah, back in, like, they... <clears throat> They're blowing I, I, up another caravan. Yeah, just, eh, that's not why I'm watching it. And I get that a lot of people around the world found that stuff fabulously amusing, and that's part of what brought the viewership, but... <laughs> I think they were maintaining their audience at that point. I guess. Um, but I understand how it alienated quite a few of the diehards. Yeah. And for me, I just want – I'd like to see a show that focuses more on those components, the, the drivability of the cars, the collectability of the cars, values of the cars, maintenance on the cars. Like even when I couldn't afford any car, I would still read Road and Track and, uh, you know, Car and driver and motor trend and yeah. automobile. And you read all about this stuff and like one day, you know. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll have one of these cars and I don't want the shitty one. You know, <laughs> the one that looks super pretty and, you know, costs arm and a leg to maintain and it's impossible to drive. Um, so I ended up buying two of those. Yeah, you ended up getting a handful <laughs> and starting a collection of those. <laughs> a matching pair of the most useless cars of all time. No, I got to tell That's you. That's where though. you and Farrah disagree too. Yeah. Michaela as well. No, uh, um, we just finished the one show huh? with the two Countaches, and we got to drive these cars. And mm -hmm. I spent the better part of a day um, running them hard, doing things that I shouldn't be allowed to ever do because the value of these cars now and the pedigree that comes along with them. Risky and behavior. Yeah, we we burnt a camera off the back of the car. Exhaust was flying it melted. out. We melted stuff away. You're driving the car hard enough that the GoPro or whatever camera. Melted. Oh, we were way into the triple digit numbers. Nice. Way wow. into the triple digit but numbers. But the idea that the car is okay and you melted a camera off, I mean, that's really he, something. He did a 140 mile per hour pass on the straight at Big Willow in yeah. an 88 and a half Countach. Which means you were carrying that because those cars aren't all that powerful. But it means you were carrying I can't believe that it could go that fast at all. No, I, I can't mean, believe you were carrying that kind of speed out of. <laughs> it's actually, they're quicker than you think. They pull all the way through. They're not bad. But we we did this all day long. 
And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, we're going to change some shots. And he jumps in a black Countach and we get on the track together and he comes around me and I'm looking at the car and I'm like, wow, that's a cool car. And then it dawns on me. I'm like, I've been driving one of these all day long. And then it was the, holy crap, the value of these cars. And I could have fucked this thing up and it really sunk in. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I, um. I passed him back, you know, and did what I was supposed to do. But uh, <laughs> no, but it was this a mental screwing. You know, obviously for the filming, uh, some of the stuff, you know, they they want the cars in a certain order, and they, you know, retake shots, all that shit. But then they would be like, "Okay, now do whatever you want." Oh, and that's fun. Then we're, you know, we're all, we've got the, we've got the hey, track everybody. to ourselves. <laughs> we've got the track to ourselves in equal cars. Two, you know, huge egos on the track. This is a Top Gear moment that we never got to see. You're yeah, right. yeah. And you know, fortunately, we had there was a drone out there that caught a bunch of that stuff of us playing around. Um, I was, you know, the '89 is a better car. Uh, is it the black one? Yeah. Okay. So. A lot of people complain that they don't like the design of the 89. They look virtually identical, except the 89 has some streaks on the side. You taught me the differences. I never had seen the differences. The yeah. boxes became razor blades and all that stuff, yeah. And that was in large part uh, to I- to improve cooling on the cars. So, Oh, I see his point. <laughs> there was a reason for that. <laughs> Most people, you know... <laughs> Countaches get a ton of complaints for overheating, like a lot of older, uh, big motor European cars, Italian cars. A lot of mid-engine, yeah. And the white one will get unhappy when it gets hot. Um, The black one, that's an 88. The 89 uh, will never overheat, never gives me a problem, and the AC blows ice cold. Like, it's a better car. No kidding. You know, so... And, of course, values are still higher for the non-anniversary editions, the non-89s, because so many people... Because of the looks? Of the looks. No kidding. And uh, what people don't... A lot of people don't realize is that 89 was designed by Horacio Pagani, uh, (laughs) and he's no spring chicken. And when he's gone, which of the Countaches do you think is going to shoot up in value? Yeah. Um, Also, the Pagani lineage. I didn't realize that. And, yeah... The one that not only has the guy, you know, the famous guy who designed, you know, did the redesign, uh, but also the one that runs well. Yeah, right. The one you can use. Yeah. <laughs> so what is Matt Ferris then, the red one? I think his is an 87. So his is the mm-hmm. old one that theoretically would be hard. And he actually has had wonderful luck with his. Yeah. His is beautiful. Um, the, the the red with the gold wheels is is That's fantastic. A hell, hell a um, and he drives it, you know, like like I do, like. That 89, the black one, was the lowest mileage anniversary Countach on the planet when I bought it. And you bought it to drive it. And I have – it had, I think, 1,700 miles on it when I bought it, and I'm well over 3,000. I think it was closer to four, I think, when we talked. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Damn. Good for you. Yeah. Drive them. So obviously you know it's when he – Gave me to drive. You got the white one? I got the white one. I got the white <laughs> yeah, one. He likes the black Cracked one. Cracked sidewalls, <laughs> leaking oil everywhere, <laughs> smoke coming out of the back. 
Well, I, yeah. I need I need some advantage. He is a oh, lifetime is lifetime race car driver. I am an enthusiast. There is that, <laughs> Caleb. I actually hope they caught. I, I haven't seen any of this stuff yet. I hope they caught some of this stuff because there was a moment where he had passed me, and they're they're like, okay, let Sergio pass you, and I'm like, well, that's the only way you can get by. So I'm like, I let him by. It's true, but and then I pass him back. So then he's like. I don't know. He just steps on it. And we did a couple of passes on each other mm-hmm. that we weren't supposed to do, I don't think. Uh-huh. And it had wrapped all the way through turn eight, where we're both kind of, you know, marbling it offline, yeah. mm-hmm. coming into turn nine, and we're screwing everything up. But we're going for one. You guys and are I, racing each other instead yes. of track us, basically, it sounds like. Yeah, so yeah. we came into turn one, and uh, I'm like, well, he's going to lift. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know what he was thinking. And we come in, and after we went through the turn, I thought, this was dumb. This is dumb. We're going to wreck these cars. Yeah, so, both of them. Um, you both made it through, but. We both, yeah, but yeah. There, I don't know if you remember the part where we came in, and we, I don't know how we didn't lose mirrors or hit the sides <laughs> of these things. And, and my girlfriend's there, and she's like, what were you thinking? I'm like, I, I, I don't know, There's baby. There's no answer I, to that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the, uh. The funny thing is, when you go to these track days, they always tell you, okay, you have to drive with the windows down for safety. And when you want to pass, you know, uh, if you're, I think even the advanced group, are they doing hand signals? No, no, no. We need both hands on the wheel. Well, <laughs> the problem is the Countach doesn't have, the windows go down this much. You can't do a point buy in a Countach. There's no point yeah. buys. There's yeah. no nothing. And so when we're messing around, like, we, we don't want to wreck the cars, but we also have no way of no really hand signals. telling each other <laughs> how things are going to go. And good luck getting the turn signals to work or finding how they work. It was No, they actually gave us radios, and they're like, talk to each other. And I'm like, fuck you. I can't yeah. get nothing off of this thing. Yeah, and then you luck. make one turn, you lose the thing. They're like, put it on the seat belt. Yeah, that work. It's yeah. kicking around the floor now. Yeah, no, that, that, never, that never works. You need an in-ear or nothing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, the, this production company didn't have the money for the in-your-ear, oh so they God. gave you the in-the-hand. In yeah. But it, they, they, can spend, they can drop $2 million on cars to wreck at the track, but they're like, you know, those little earbuds are like $7. What do you think? They're like, no, 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 no. We're going to save the money here. One's insurance and one's real cash. That's it. <laughs> um, well, it seems like a great time to probably play the clip that, uh, that, that, that we got, right? Aaron sent us a clip. Sure. And uh, I Sorry. think I loaded it in here. Let me make sure. Yeah, there it is. And I'm pretty sure I got the right one in here, Aaron. It was the most recent one you sent. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So roll it out. Let's see what we got here. Wait, wait. What's the name of this damn show? Does it have a name yet? Kalo and Pops. Seriously? Yep. That's awesome. All right. Kalo and Pops. Roll it, Hal.
no, 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 this isn't happening today. Love it. Love yeah, that was, that was freaking awesome. That was awesome. I know exactly when that part was where I went, ah. It was actually going, I think, turn six. You know how, where the hump is on the track? Yep. That thing took off like a jet ski coming over a wake. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, the, the whole car picked up on me, and I went, oh. I thought I thought it was going to be bad. I forgot to All tell you wheels? something. Did you actually leave the ground, or was it just that you lost the uh, traction? Um. The only way I can explain this <laughs> is if I go over in a radical, it goes over and it's like four wheels that go up and back down. You spin your tires a little. On the Indy car, you come racing through there, front end stays down because the arrow, mm-hmm. back tires really light up. Mm-hmm. This car here, it you go over and it picks up a whole bunch of wind and it's like, hey, mm-hmm. we're flying out of here. Got it. And it was the most bizarre feeling because I knew things were bad at that moment, but it it landed okay. okay. So one thing I forgot to tell you before you got in the car at the track, which I am just remembering now because I bought the white one from his Instagram's Art Vandalay. Oh, you're Art Vandalay. No, he's not. Oh. I bought the car from Art Vandalay. He's a a great dude in, um, in Arizona. Uh, takes good care of his cars. I did a PPI on the car. And the one thing they told me that the, that car had as an issue that I need to address eventually was that the shocks were leaking. And so that's why your front end lifted off like it was the Concorde. <laughs> Sorry. I'll, give, I'll let you it, – was, was it the Mercedes that were doing that in uh, for a while there? They came over the crest at Le Mans. Remember that? And there was like – they did two of them in one rate. Whoa, yeah, yeah. up and over. Yeah, the Cobra. <laughs> Was that what it was? No, they open up like a coat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Flip yeah, up yeah, and over. Yeah, that, I appreciate that. You give me the shitty car with the bad shocks. I did. <laughs> and then it tells him a month later yeah, on some TV show. <laughs> yep. Thank I you. just remembered that. As he's talking about it, I'm like, you know what? They mentioned that in the PPI. <laughs> uh, you, you don't remember me saying something to you, though, how the, the thing lifted like oh, this? Oh, I remember. And the first time it did that, I was like, holy crap. I just didn't remember the PPI yeah. part. <laughs> yeah. Until right now. <laughs> what we were talking about during that was the photography was amazing. Ah, um, everything is fantastic. You, I only saw the white one there, though, right? The, the black, black one, one came out. out the black one came out from behind it. Okay, I must have been figuring out a camera thing or whatever. Um, um, where are people going to get to see this? Is is this preliminary? Is this going to be on the air somewhere? Like, I know I'll get to see this eventually, but how will everyone else get to see this? I have no idea. Okay, it's a work in progress. We're figuring it out. No clue. Can I help in some way? Can we? If there's anything we can do to help, sure. Okay, but right now we're doing this because, like, here I have a good idea that nobody else is doing. So, and everyone's self-producing these days. So, why don't we just do it and yep. we'll pitch it or sell it or whatever later? Yeah, think of it as a show that's going to try and find an, an, a middle point between Top Gear, which had a million dollar per episode or more budget, oh, yeah. and you know, a Doug DeMuro, you know, handheld, you know, this is the car, this is what's neat about it. Somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle there is hopefully where we'll land. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know what the platform is you're going to put it out on, but I think if if someone tunes in and actually still sees that it's real, 
mm-hmm. they'll want to come back and watch it again, you know, because it's it's not running a track backwards to get cute little shots and stuff. It's actually going out and doing this. It's not people that were plucked to do a show together. We're actually friends. Right. We, we go places together. We hang out together. Um, I love his family. Hopefully he loves mine. They're the best. And... Um, <laughs> But I, I think there's a different dynamic to all of this. And everyone that's involved in this, you know, we got Aaron over here. We got Danny. We got Bobby. We got a lot of good guys that are around us. Yeah. And, so. and the, our mechanic uh, is, is brilliant. Um, his name's Dustin. He's a big part of the show. Okay. He was at the track making sure the cars survived the process right you got to have somebody there making sure they make the laps yep and then he takes the car apart um in the show and you know tells the viewers this is what's good about these cars this is what's bad about these cars avoid after the races so they can show what you guys wrecked and what you didn't i think it was after cool that's cool it was after amazingly cool so we put the car in a lift and let the mechanic at it and so you basically get the collector's perspective the canyon driving, then you get the race car driver's perspective, and the cars really get put through the shit on the track. <laughs> At least these two did. And uh, finally, you get the mechanic's take on the car. Um, uh, whether you're in the market for a, a particular car like a Countach or whether you're just interested in these cars, you will learn more. I did uh, just from sitting in there and listening to you and the mechanic uh, – from this one little nugget of a show than you would in, you know, a lot of personal, you know, uh, on your own research. Yeah. No amount of magazine reading is going to give you what you get when you're hands-on with somebody like that. The one thing I can tell you, too, is, and I heard you talking earlier about being at the Peterson. So we go and we film all this stuff and we drive these cars. And then I go to the Peterson and you go right upstairs third floor you come off the stairs the elevator and pretty much the first car there is a white Countach the supercar exhibit that's going on right now yes and yes. yes and I walked over there and there's people and they're lining up and they're talking about this and I'm I want to stop and look at everyone and go you're not going to believe this <laughs> yeah. I was driving this the other day and you can't do it but the cool thing is is anybody can go to a dealership grab a brand new car get a sponsorship to use it on the track and say sucky lie things about new cars where we're taking cars of, that are pops and we're putting them through tests and these are a lot of cars that are una, uh, unobtainable for testing mm-hmm. right that we're getting to do it with it's amazing you know we're actually we're talking about the fact that we're going to drive the Diablo then drop it from a helicopter or something like this but can't wait that, that's going to be a good show I want to work on that one <laughs> It's like no. We'll we'll push the Diablo and every other car the way we we did with the Countach. But no, there's not going to be any skits no or gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was no, no caravanning, no fires, no explosions. No, uh, unless they happen to happen, which hopefully they do not. But um, as we know with the track, anything can happen. So oh, you yeah. may be just doing your thing, and then something amazing does get captured. Fifty fifty rule on with this show. Like if we crash a car. I'm, I'm expecting it. Oh, I see. So you're ready for it to Ooh. go either oh, way. Oh, yeah. That's the 50-50. I'm relieved word. right now. 50-50. You're ready for it to go I either am. way. These are, old, these are older cars um, that no one in their right mind would put on a track. Correct. Well, not to do what you guys are doing. Right. There's parade laps and stuff like that. Yes. Um, 
I'm really excited about it. Is this, uh, did you just shoot a pilot or are you shooting a whole series? So far, we just have the pilot. Okay. It's cool. Yeah. And as soon as it's done editing, you'll be the first to see it. Awesome. Well, just let me know how and if we can help, if there's anything we can do as the process moves along. I don't know if there is anything, but we do still know a lot of people in that world. And if you already have a product, it's a lot easier to get a yes versus trying to get If it's absolute shit, then we'll do a funeral. (laughs) We'll just watch it after the F1 race one week. (laughs) Yes. And then light the tape on fire. (laughs) I hope that doesn't happen. The photography alone is worth keeping. Seriously. I don't, I mean, so whatever you guys capture can be worked into a product i wouldn't worry about it if my heirs ever decide to sell the cars it'll be good marketing (laughs) material (laughs) you hear that kids you're gonna get the cars back after all yeah they're pretty addicted to cars i I don't see them selling it no you did this to them though right i mean would they have been into cars otherwise if it weren't for you My, my dad was a race car driver in argentina which where i was born um so it's it's just a professional race car driver yeah i didn't know that yeah should I have known that? No. Okay. He wasn't that good. <laughs> I don't know anything these days. That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that makes you know sense. I He's love you. You know I love you. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Um, we should think about wrapping it up, but is there anything that we want to mention that we didn't mention that I haven't come around to or we didn't get to naturally? Um, the only thing that I want, can I add something? It has nothing to do with the show. Of course. Absolutely. And nothing to do with my underwear. All right. We opened with the underwear. Let's not close with it. No. <laughs> Is at the beginning of the show, you talked about her condition mm-hmm. and not being able to walk right now and things aren't going good. Well, we've actually created a lift, a mobile lift to pick people up that are handicapped, quad and paraplegic, and put them into radicals. Mm. So they can be passengers. And if you want to come out sometime, we're going to stick you next to me <laughs> where it's safe. And I'll show you what it, it feels like to go, you know, close to three Gs through the turns. We always Thanks. talked about getting her to the train. We just haven't done it yet. And so oh, you got to do it. And Yeah, it, the, the, the physicality of it all is just. It is. It's. it's no, I mean that's amazing. The only reason it, we may have passed, it. we may have passed that stage, but it's up to her. Everything is up to her. I think that would be amazing. I, uh, three I G's with it. this guy might be. I loved it. I mean, I have gotten rid of all my freak out shit with driving with you so much. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is. She's an incredible yeah, passenger. Yeah, you have good training. She is. She, she won't make a peep. She'll let you do whatever you want to do. Well, we're going to have helmets on. I can't hear the yelling. Oh, good. <laughs> That's true. There's no, way to, there's no communication except yeah. hand signals. Great. So what is it? How often do you do your events? Is it every week? It can't be every week. No, uh, See you tomorrow. Once a month. Well, the events are once a month, but on the track, I usually do, well, it's been weird with COVID, but I was doing between 60 and 100 days a year for a while. Wow. So I'm out there quite a bit running. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's one to two days a week at least. I'm up there quite a bit, yeah, and now I've got a young five-year-old. You got to check out his warehouse at the track. It's it's like the one that you visited my place, Mm -hmm. but on the track. I love it. Super cool. And you don't have to go to thermal. No. <laughs> no. I mean, it's basically it's the original thermal is his setup. But I can't it's wait. It's the only one. I can't wait. Yeah. You'll love it. Well, I, I'm, I'm serious. We would love to take right, you up it. on your thing I and get her that. out on the track. She wants that. to do it. I was worried. I think if you let's want to do, do it, that's all that private matters. Day. Well, that's what we're going to do. Private yeah. day. Yeah. Well, then whatever. Let's work it out and know that we would 
by all means, we would certainly come up and awesome. do whatever we can awesome. do to help. Absolutely. <laughs> Love it. And obviously, you're going to bring a camera. So when we go to court, we can explain I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I heard those melt right off. Yep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep, I just got the bill for the production cruise camera. Oh, did you have to pay the L&D on it, the loss and damage? Mm-hmm. Oh, it wasn't a GoPro, was it? It was something nicer by the look on your by – the, by, the, by the way your eyebrows went up. Bill was big. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry. Ah, whatever. Uh, well, it's cheaper I, than a car. I'm guessing that, um, that this is self-funded, right? So yeah. I'm guessing you paid the production company. So <laughs> what's one more busted deal? Oh, no God. biggie. None of this shit's cheap, by the way, is it? No. When you I start mean, self-producing, it seems like you're going to, oh, it'll take this long and it's going to be this far and whatever the yeah. heck. And it's like three times no matter what you calculate. It's like three yep. times. It's racing rules actually really. You know, you, you think the car and the run and everything else is going to be whatever. And then to run that yep. team is actually exponentially more than whatever you calculated. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that, that was a cool thing though in the very beginning of this. You're like, let's do this. And I'm like, yeah, I want to do this too. And then my head was like, well, the cars cause this to run, but I can't afford to wreck cars. And I can't afford to spend like a grip shit of money to throw this stuff out there. And he's like, don't worry, I got it. Well, that's what makes the situation uh, interesting is that not everyone could do this. A show couldn't even necessarily do this because of the insurances and stuff like that. But because they are personally owned and you are funding it and you are – there's just a whole lot of only we can do this. And sometimes those are the things that really, really work. So we will, we will find out really soon. <laughs> Do you have any confidence in it? You're like, I don't know. It might be nothing. I like to set my expectations really low and be pleasantly surprised. But you've done so much prep work that you must be prepared for a win. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wrote an Emmy speech. It's he's, uh, he's already – he knows who to thank already. He's already a, going down the list. <laughs> I, I've got the uh, – You've got the Emmy speech. I've got the funeral uh, oh, you're monologue. Go, you're, that's right. So whichever guy, what, if it goes, no problem. He's up on stage. And when we have to tell everybody why they won't get their money back, he'll be the one to do it. <laughs> Good. Glad, glad you worked it out. We all need partners. Yeah. We all need partners. Uh, I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to see more. Um, I can't wait to see you both again. I'm, I was already fond of you both, but I'm much more so now that I've gotten to know more of your personalities. Well, I, I hope that's a good thing. No, Likewise, man. Yeah, we're lovable. We're we're, we're cats. We're little, little snuggle cats. Oh you know, when we're sitting at the races, we're talking about whatever, and we're making our predictions for whomever, whatever, whatever. And we, but we're not actually like really getting to know each other. We're getting to figure out how our brains work around racing. Yep. It's not like you know what I mean. I don't know your favorite color. <laughs> I don't know. Probably Do you have yeah. one? Yellow or orange? I think. See, we should be friends. We have a yellow car. That's very big in our I life. I know. I, I've got. Two yellow turbos, Porsche turbos, and my Lamborghini's um, purple. No, but it's actually a yellow car wrapped in purple. Oh, oh is that right? Your yeah. purple Lambo is actually yellow underneath? Yes. Oh, that's cool. Cause they, uh, but they were purple, too. They made that purple color. It, or a purple color. Yeah. but <laughs> So yellow is a pretty strong color, but like orange is pretty good. I like orange a lot. Still yellow. very bright. Very citrusy. Yeah. Very sunny. But we don't get to talk a lot because... I really didn't like you before this. I, I wasn't. Know. I know. I know. <laughs> it's usually my wife's fine, and they're like, he's him. I, you know, if it could just be her. <laughs> no, we, we go and we hang out, and we get into the race, and everything kind of stops around us where I want to concentrate on the race. And yeah. you're the same way. You're yeah. the same way. And nope. You... <laughs> That's when I go get my breakfast. 
Is that? But you're the host. I mean, why are you? I do, is I, you doing this because everyone else enjoys it? Are you doing this simply for other people? He started me on it. He invited me over to do, for an F1 morning race, and he had breakfast there. And I was like, "This is fucking great." <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "What if we just turn this up to an 11? <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, he does it at his house, uh, small group, and then once a month we do it at the warehouse, big group. Do you do that once a month? Is that really yeah. what it is? Holy crap. That's a that's a lot. That's very generous. Thank you. No worries. Happy to do it. <laughs> and I do really love watching the beginning of the race and as much of the race as I can catch and then the end of the race. But, you know, so, is so it just because you're playing host? It's not that you don't care. There's just so many cool people, you know, people that I really love that are that are there that I don't want to ignore them. Uh, so you're playing host. You don't even get to watch the race. If you were if you were at home, would you be watching the race, or uh, do you not care? No, I'd watch it. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. and the and the pre race. So you're just you're just qualifying. Um, are there a lot of people that come to those events that you don't normally get to see? Like this is the opportunity to see them, and that's why. Um, I mean, not really. Like I, I, <laughs> I mean, half of the people are from your Good Vibes Breakfast Club, right? Our Good Vibes. It's everybody. Yeah. Good Vibes so Breakfast Club. half. Is is that group, and then I've got you know other people that are close to me that we we bring to the event, and uh, it's it's I really enjoy hanging out. You know, I'm, I'm a people person. Uh, yeah, blew me away. I, I don't want to be by myself. When you came back from Miami, you're like, oh, I said, we said, how was it? You know, because we don't necessarily either care for Miami, either one of us, individually or together. And you were like, oh, I loved it. <laughs> oh, I could live there. Yeah. I was like, what? Are you serious? Yeah. And you were like, yes, the energy, all of that, everybody, yeah. everybody's vibing together. And yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. You don't give that off. If that's what you want out of life, I've, obviously you're receiving it, everything you need. But like, I, I, you don't give that off. You don't make other people feel that they need to be that way around you, which is a great thing, by the way, because uh, we probably wouldn't cool. be friends if I thought, like, oh, my God, I yeah. got to get my Will Smith on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I, the, the Miami's so vibrant. You know, it's my culture, a lot of Latino, you know, a lot of South culture, American, the food, the people, like, you know, the way they greet each other, the way they socialize with each other is more my style. Much more family-oriented yep. than, say, Los Angeles, for sure. Yeah. That makes so or much sense. Or Midwest. That you makes know? so much sense. I was, fa- I was looking at the wrong shit. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the bullshit of Miami is disgusting to me. I don't go to South Beach. I don't go to Ocean oh, Ave. That's like, what we were caught up with. I All hate that, that stuff. Shit. No. Don't, okay. I, don't, I, I don't even visit that. Okay. I took my kids to check it out once, you know, but it's not for me. Was the last time we were there, name drop coming up, everybody. Was the last <laughs> time we were there with Serena, Serena Williams, we were doing the cover of Vogue or GQ or something? Vogue. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it, was, it was so long ago that I remember while we were doing the photo shoot, it was the same time as the Boston Marathon bombing. So whenever Oof. that was, that's how long ago it was. But yeah. that was the last time we were in Miami. And then we visited my mother there once. She's on the other coast now. Oh, but. yeah. So, but the culture makes so much sense. Once you said the culture, mm-hmm. like then I get it. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't the canyon drives out that way, was it? <laughs> Not a canyon to be found, but you, you know, if you want to go straight line, okay. tons of runways. Warm nights are nice, and to have you know, you rent a convertible and you're driving to dinner. After dinner, you're just driving around Miami with the top down. It's warm and. I like the humidity, you know. I'll give you all that stuff. I'm getting older, so it feels better on my bones, yeah. yeah. 
yeah, this dry stuff here sucks. God, like there's no, the ultra really, dry. He's making great points. Maybe we were too young. Maybe we're we're you, we're ready for Florida. I went to the wrong places for sure. I was always on Ocean Ave <laughs> and doing cool shit. We were with, you know, it was always with somebody famous. So you're going to all the trendy, hip, goddamn places with the... Nope. And all that. Oh, it was too much. That's definitely not my style. Awful. <sighs> all right. I could talk to you guys forever. I don't want to stop. I'm really enjoying this. But, I mean, we should. Well... Thanks for having us. Thank you both for being here. I can't wait for the next F1 party. I can't wait for your show. I can't wait. Are you coming up to Good Vibes this week? You're very yeah, busy I'll come with up, work, no, I'm I gonna, I'm going to come up Friday. I'm going to bring the mini. Oh. The little All like right. contraption yeah. with the engine in the rear. Yeah, I saw it up on your lift once. I took a picture. I thought it was the coolest thing. It looks yeah. like it's from World War II. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it was super like dangerous. I gave it to him to address with his guys with the brakes. So now it somewhat stops. Well, you said beyond that, it would just pass itself. It would just kind of didn't it? Doesn't have a lot of power, and it would. Yeah, it's spooky. <laughs> That's okay. It's the scariest thing. It should never be driven. Oh, you should hook a, put like a, uh, my, a loop on the front of my it. My wife listens to it. this. That car's never leaving the warehouse. It, 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 you killing me, dude? Le- no, it shouldn't leave Luckily. the warehouse. It was this. Oh, he's still saying it. <laughs> no, you know I play about I everything. Know. You know. Well, not everything. <laughs> so I, I will see you Friday, and the next F1 party is uh, November 14th. Amazing. Thanks. Yeah. So I'll see you there. I love it. Um, all right. And stay tuned for the new Kalo and Pops show. And in the meantime, this has been Pops and Kalo. <laughs> uh, we're going to see you on Thursday. It sounds like all of us, will, well, three of the four of us anyway, we'll see everybody on Friday. And uh, I can't remember what the hell's going on this weekend, but I know there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, we've got to get him to come up on Fridays. Where, you live out, you live right, out in he, the same place, right? So, in, yeah, but, but you guys go and you guys drive hard in, on the street. Or no, harder no. than I would. I don't think that's true. I mean, you're, it might be true. I, I don't know. Flat lion cur dog. Is it true? I, oh, for sure. I'm oh. like an old lady on the streets. See, that's what I've we been are. out. I've been out driving with him and his wife and his kids, and they're like, "Yeah, we're going for a little drive. You want to come?" I'm like, all right. Oh, you mean them? Yeah. Okay. And he's the good guys. Everybody drives at their own pace. No, he gets in a Testarossa and he jumps on it, and he's gone. And his son's got this souped-up old muscle car, and he's gone. And his wife's in a McLaren, and she's gone. I'm like, this is spooky. I don't even want to try to keep up. (laughs) There's people running in front of you. We're taking out bicycle riders. It was scary, and I'm scared if I come up with you guys. I'm going to have to go through this I'll bring him as a passenger. No. Yes. (laughs) You know how much I love you. (laughs) That's what you do for me. It sounds like we probably align, though. Because we're we well, I, the speeding tickets and stuff like that not an issue for us. We don't do it. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm just too old. Like our yeah. car's slow now compared to Honda Civics are faster than our 20 year old Porsche. You know, faster than most of my cars. Yeah. So I don't know. This is, that did it for me when I was a kid, rolling through the gears, going as fast mm-hmm. as I could. Nowadays, it's like I know where I'm good. I'll be good out there, and the mm-hmm. rest is I'm happy to putt along, waving it's at the cops. We'll be fine. One day I will go with you. This, but, this Friday. I See can't there. this Friday. I'm going to be sick. <laughs> he's, he's already, sick he's already feeling a sniffle. Um, all right, so that's it. Thursday, Friday, whatever. Yeah. I love you. We love you guys, both of you. Um, just keep up doing whatever you're doing. Your vibe is so great that 
I just want to be around it more, and that's got to be a good thing. So keep it up. Likewise, keep guys. Doing it. Thank you. Um, Thank you. We all love you at home. Please love one another, and uh, we'll see you out there. <laughs> Thanks for watching. <laughs> all the above. Da -da -da. Oh, I'm getting that damn. Oh, you'll be fine by Friday. Oh, yeah. yeah.